You're listening to the Gators Take No Jive podcast, brought to you by Paul Bugby and Cogcore Shane. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Gators Take No Jive. I'm Kyle Gorshane, and with me, as always, is Paul Bugby. No big intro today. Intros are for winning teams. This team, <laughs> Florida, is now a losing program with a loser mentality. I'll go ahead oh. and say it now. Burn it down. I don't care what all the other fans say. I'm pissed. So, Kyle, I don't think we should all... burn it down, but I'm pissed by the, by the yeah, attitude it's, around it's... the program. I'm glad you said it. I mean, I, I don't think they should be burned down neither, but you kind of get my attitude towards things ever since we lost to LSU. Like, I feel like the past few weeks I've been, like, saying all this stuff negative and having all sorts of negative attitudes towards the program. And then after this bowl game, like, everybody else kind of jumped on board with that, I feel like. I could say it's not the losses. It's the way we've been losing. But with the LSU game, it was the loss. That, like, mm-hmm. losing to Texas A&M sucked, but, like, at the end of the day, like, we had some excuses we could throw out there. It wasn't like you could be super mad. We had a whole season to play. Then we lose to LSU. That game never should have been lost because you already lost nope. your one game for the season um, mm-hmm. going into the championship game. Alabama, it really pissed us off about the defense, but at the end of the day, you could say it's Alabama, and we were one touchdown yeah. away. And then they weren't Oklahoma, ready to play that, though. But they weren't ready to play, and you could say the same thing about Oklahoma. And it wasn't like, oh, we lost barely and we were missing everyone. It was, oh, we didn't try. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main problem is that, like, he goes into certain games with the attitude that he doesn't have to try. And, and these aren't guessing. You're not, you're not guessing about his attitude. He's straight up telling us what his attitude is. Yeah. Like, you can't just go out there and say, oh, it's going to be a scrimmage type of thing or, like, <laughs> you, you didn't care or the last game was 10 days ago or whatever. Like, you can't say stuff like that, dude. And, like, we'll get into, like, the Saturday Down South article in a minute. But, um, I mean, well, that kind of just – I think the I think the Saturday Down South article that you sent me um, defined what I keep saying when I'm like, oh, it's a politics game. It's a politics game. It's a politics game. Yep. So I, I always Definitely say that, is. and what he said was, uh, if Mullen leaves, what kind of coach will Florida get? They'll have to get someone that they can trust. So mm-hmm. the big thing with McElwain, we couldn't trust anything he said. He spewed off all kinds of bull crap, and you couldn't trust anything. Same things happen with Mullen. He's doing all this weird stuff, being like flamboyant out there, going out of the way to say weird things, acting mm-hmm. like he doesn't care. How are we supposed to trust that you care? When you say things that make it seem like you don't care. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you want to just go ahead and jump into that article or not, or if you want well, to. Well, I say, let's just jump Oklahoma in. We got, we're going to talk about uh, stuff like the game, the transfers, the coaching 
uh-huh. uh, talk, all the like good juicy stuff. But we just want to specifically start off by getting into the Mullen NFL Mullen being sketchy conversation. So, and we mm-hmm. will talk about this article. So, let's do it right now. All right. Yeah, go for it. How do you? What do you got to start out with? So I told. So Paul obviously, we this recording that I was writing down quotes from his post-game presser while reading the article, and about halfway through the video, I was like, wow, we're writing down, like, all the same things about, like, what was was upsetting us. Yeah, and for everybody that doesn't know, this is the Saturday Down South article that Matt Hayes wrote about Dan Mullen. Yeah, and it's like, I think the title had something to do with, like, is Mullen leaving not crazier than you think or something like that? Hold on. Yes. Something along those lines. But, I mean, essentially. <laughs> it says, it what says the whole... first and ten, will Dan Mullen be coaching Florida in 2021? It's far from certain. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that you could come out of it with uh, is that basically the Florida administration and Dan Mullen are essentially at like a crossroads. They're, they're not really feeling each other right now. Is the best way to put it. And, and it, I, I know it's, I'm a Gator it's understandable. Fan. I know I'm a Gator fan, but what did the Florida administration do to deserve him acting like he doesn't care? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which makes I it mean, seem it's like just, it's all his fault. It makes it seem like it's all Dan Mullen's fault. <laughs> well, I mean, his team, dude. Here's the thing: he gets he's one of the top five or six paid coaches in the uh, in the NCAA. His team came out unprepared to play against Texas A&M, which is fine. You can lose one game. But then it's un- inexcusable to go out and lose to LSU, look sloppy against, like, Vanderbilt and all these other bad teams, and then against Alabama, same problems you had all season, and then go out there and then embarrass your program in the bowl game. That's the problem Spencer that Rattler, people are having. Gator chomping on us. Ugh. Yeah, that's the problem people have is that you went out there on a New Year's Six Bowl game on primetime at 8 o'clock ESPN, and you just embarrassed the program by not even preparing the team. You had three days of practice for it. Uh, yeah, you knew you were going to have all these opt-outs, but, I mean, you still – dude, you're getting paid that money. You essentially just stole money in my eyes. Like, it, you, you can tell me if that's that's different, but, like, at, whenever I'm at work and I'm loafing or something, they can – technically say oh you're stealing money you're stealing time and stuff that's in my eyes that's essentially what he just did yep that's a good he point. gets paid he gets paid to coach up the team and now i can say you also i know they voted before the game but i can say you stole from kyle trask's legacy <laughs> like he should have opted like, out man i know hindsight yeah. is like 2020 but he should have opted out if yeah. he if he could he, he probably that, he probably should have if he could have sensed that, and he probably never would have guessed it was going to be like that, could have sensed how they were going to take the game. You want to think? Do you think Oklahoma approached the game the same way we did? No, and actually, the reason why they didn't is because Lincoln Riley's never won a bowl game since he's been the head coach. Got so it. the previous like it had to been three years they were in the playoffs and they've never won a playoff game. So at what at what point did you stop um, watching the game? Uh, it was about third quarter, and I can't yeah. remember what the, exactly they went up by, but I had work the next morning. And I was like, I'm not going to stay up for this garbage. Same. Uh, beginning of the third quarter, I had nothing the next day, and I said, I'm not staying up for this garbage. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was bull crap. We lost 55 to 20. 
Um, mm-hmm. And he gave this press right. conference that was eerie similar to McElwain. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of these comments are like, well, that's not a bad comment. He was like, the well, future... A, 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 yeah, a lot ahead. of things seem similar to how McElwain was, like especially the three-game loser streak at the end of the season. Yep. But you yep. can keep going. What's your, your thoughts? It, it seems like we we don't have a really solid team for the next season. You know what I mean? Not a lot of depth. And we'll get into that when we talk about the transfers and like all that crap. We kinda ha- but, and we kind of have talked about that with recruiting because yeah, yeah. he, he really has not done that great of a job with that. Yeah. And he said – they were, like, asking him about the game. First off, his tone was very, like, what? Hey, I'm Dan Mullen. How do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, he acts untouchable. He, he's not untouchable is the problem. Like, he's, well, he has yeah. he has nothing in his trophy case, and he acts like the most cockiest son of a uh, bitch orange, in his press The conference. Orange Bowl, Paul. <laughs> Shut up. And, he's, <laughs> I mean, after this press conference, I wouldn't be surprised if he paints SEC East champions on the wall. Um, Listen, dude. When when the SEC like the whole SEC when the SEC championship first before you start acting cocky at least put also, something the East in was the damn trash. trophy case the East yeah was it wasn't good this year. season hey and it, if you want to get technical Jim McElwain has more East titles than you in the same amount of time so I think like, the only West team we beat this season we beat Ole Miss and Arkansas but then we lost to Texas A and M LSU and Alabama yep yeah if you want to coach like this go coach at uh central michigan yeah. you know what i mean uh, no i agree so he started off and he was all happy he's like well the future's bright like oh by this game you can tell the future's bright first off i don't agree with that at all the way yeah, our uh, young guys played it looked like our future is very dark um <laughs> the the young receivers look terrible to be honest like i i thought that they were really bad running the wrong routes the drops oh my god the drops dude that was so that was terrible and then on top of that, the quarterback play, like, Emory Jones, he's going to have his handful uh, trying to hold off Anthony Richardson next year. I'm just going to throw that out right now. I know that me and Wesley have been in agreement with that since week one Wesley of Wesley always picks the third-string quarterback. Don't feel special. Wesley's always, Dude, like, trying to I, pick that one guy that no one, like, you know what I mean. So he can be like, oh, yeah. yeah, I picked him. I'm just saying, though, from what I saw, the one drive we got to see – Anthony Richardson's out there looking off safeties, yeah. looking out, looking off coverage, making I reads. I turned the game off. And Emory, em, Emory, yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing, obviously. But Emory's almost throwing picks out what, there, yeah. Yeah, Emory, Emory can only read half the field. He can read like one or two reads, and then he's panicking. He's running or he's throwing it in yeah. coverage. So, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he, here's another big thing of why uh, the administration is like embarrassed. Um I know that last week we said that the recruiting violations really aren't that big of a deal. And in our mind, they probably aren't, you know. But we hadn't played but, the game yet either. We didn't get embarrassed on TV yet. Well, yeah, I mean, I still, like, the way it all went down, like, yeah, it sucks. They should have a compliance people. And I'm pretty sure the person that let it get through got fired or whatnot. But um, the problem is that Florida hasn't been on probation or had a show cause or had anything – Recruiting wise, issued to them since what 1990 or 1989 uh, or something. Now I don't specifically know about every recruiting violation ever, but I do know why I was working for a team. Joker Phillips got fired for a recruiting violation, mm. but they fired him for something like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Florida tries to run like a squeak. Kid. Yeah, they try to run like a squeak, squeaky clean program, and we haven't been on probation or had a show cause or anything like this in 30 years. 
And then you come in here and you lose four games in a year whenever you had all these seniors and you're prime make a run and you go out with a three game losing streak. And like, it's just, it's hard to look past things like that whenever you embarrass people. Paul, I got a bunch of quotes, man. I got a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of quotes you said that's like, hmm, question mark, hmm, question mark, hmm, question mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He says, so I mean, definitely. Good. Yeah, good. Most of these guys were practice squad guys, but he said it in a way that was like, oh, that's why we lost. Uh, yeah. We had the numbers, not even to play the game. Well, then why didn't you just cancel the game? Don't do that. Yeah, what? It, why didn't we opt out and let somebody else play it? We would have been just as mad, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but in a COVID year, like, come on, dude. Oh, this is the one I hate the most. And you might actually agree with this. I'm not sure. He said, we didn't have our team this season. What do you think about that sentence? Did he say it exactly like that, or how? how what was yeah, the context? Yeah, he said. I don't. Okay, we didn't have our team. Because I don't season. remember. I don't remember him saying that. And his context was like, we didn't have our team this season. That like, that's why our season didn't go like perfect. Like, we didn't have everyone we needed for the season to go well. Like for the whole season, not for. Oh, this last I see. Game, what you're for the whole season, because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, everybody in the country was dealing with that. And I think we dealt with it way less than most teams. Maybe not Alabama, but almost every team we played had way more people opt out. Like, look at Georgia. Because of the players Georgia was missing, we were able to beat them. A lot of them mm-hmm. were – a few of them were because of COVID. LSU had half their yep. team opt out, and they still beat us. Like, or say they were mm-hmm. transferring or whatever. Like, <laughs> all these teams were missing players. And if anything, Florida yeah. was missing less players than most. Um, yeah, and so that's uh, why I hate I mean, that, that That's why I hate it. I hate that he said that. Yeah, and like the perfect example of this is that UNC played uh, Texas A&M close, and they I think they were missing like all their pass catchers too, and they they were missing a ton of people. Um, they almost won that game, and then who else played without a bunch of people? Oh, Ole Miss. They they played without Elijah Moore and like a ton of players too, and they go out there and upset Indiana. Indiana's a, a number eleven team in the country, so that was. I mean, there's no excuse for that. Like, well, other have coaches, a new coach, but like, you're right. Why weren't you coaching with the same tenacity as Lane Kiffin? Um, mm-hmm. And that said, it, it kind of it kind of shows me like the difference in mentalities too. Like, I know this was COVID year, but if you look at it last year when Alabama had lost what three games and they were playing in the Citrus Bowl or whatever versus Michigan, they never play uh, around in bowl games, man. They never play around. Yeah, like they they had, I looked at it and they had two opt outs out of everybody, two opt outs for the whole team, dude. Um, yeah, like they why, they want to play. I mean, I'm surprised Zach why, Carter wants to say. Yeah, I mean like, he's got to go make surprised. money. I'm sure. Um, he he probably wasn't grading out too too high. We didn't have our team this season. I just said that. Bowl experience wasn't the same. So oh, we didn't get what is the Cotton Bowl? We didn't get to go. Uh, bull riding the week before the game so that's why we weren't in the right mindset like mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't get the bowl experience um this year was very different wilkson is it well how do you spell his name the db wilcoxon wilcoxon should have been a senior in high school but he's playing in the cotton bowl so he's like oh we have practice squad guys playing oh we have high school players playing that's why we didn't play well uh mm-hmm. this game was a learning experience he kept making that kind of comment over and over yeah. again, like, oh, this is just like a practice game for us. Um, oh, and this is where he hits the uh, 
the nail with the hammer or whatever. However, the same nail goes. on the head. <laughs> we just played in our third New Year's Six game, and we he said, "How do you think the fans are going to look at this?" He said, "Well, we just played in our third New, uh, New Year's Six game in a row, and we just got into the SEC championship game. So that's where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he paints SEC East champions on the stadium next season." <laughs> Dude, such a cocky mofo, man. Like I just. And, I don't understand why he acts this way. Like, it, 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 and he's been doing it all season. And that's the problem is that like he's been acting this way all season in the pro game press conference, dressing up like Darth Vader, which we thought was hilarious. Why when he was winning games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I mean, I don't even know if you it, said. It, I don't even know if you said it was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I think you were I like, said "This pro- is kind of bullshit." I don't even remember how I reacted, to be honest. I'd have to go yeah, back I, and look. We shouldn't the, say what the we, worst, how we acted because we don't remember. The worst thing I would or the, I would have said, oh, I don't care or something. Or, yeah, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. I, yeah, or, we can't oh, act it's like we're mad. Play. We don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember getting enraged about it. But, I mean, he's out there starting fights. like, And then he's going out there and lying to the fans and saying he didn't start the fights. Like, bro, they got you on film running at the uh, like the other team's coaches and stuff and, like, running at the officials and stuff. Like, come on, man. Like, of course you were trying to start something. Yep. And then the article says, starts out, that article started out saying he's showing interest in NFL teams. And so when me and Paul are getting pissed, we're just trying to list out examples of why. I think every coach is always like, oh, I'm going to show interest in NFL teams. But uh. not after you've done the things you've done. You can't act like you don't care and then say – Oh, I'm looking for an NFL job. Yeah, his uh, his stock for the NFL won't be any higher than it is right now. So never have he probably won't ever have a quarterback like Kyle Trask yeah. ever again. Yeah, and Kyle Trask, the way he ran this offense this year is perfect fit for the NFL. How did um, how did we get on probation? How did the NCAA put us on probation, or did we put ourselves on probation? Uh, I don't even know if we're on probation. We have a show cause, which I'm not sure if that's the same thing, but uh, it's the first like big time recruiting violation for the yeah. athletic pro, the whole athletic program in 30 years. Well, so that article you said was talking about how the relationship between Dan Mullen and the university might be a little bit shaky, and it was saying Strickland has a history of not really putting up with like when it comes to coaches putting up with their bullshit. Uh, he and doesn't. Like I Mac, mean, look at look Mac at Mac Wayne got fired after the death threats he lied about. Yeah, and I, it's crazy. To go back on the whole NFL thing, because I did have one more thought, and then we'll go back to uh, Strickland. Uh, he might be doing this in order to get a a raise or a, a con- yeah contract extension or whatever. Because I was looking at it, and he hasn't been uh, extended in two years, so. I mean, most coaches, like, if they're doing a good job, they're getting an extension, like, yep. probably one, once a year, every year, right? If, or, if, I mean, every, you, every couple of years. If you were um, if you were Strickland, would you give him an extension knowing how our offense was and that we went to an SEC championship game? Definitely not. Me neither. He's me not neither. getting an extension just, just off of his antics all season. He's got to show and me that he can grow up a little bit first. Have you fired and Todd Grantham yet? Nope. No. Nope. weakest part of the and team. And he won't. And he won't. And that's and the problem. And now is your that... NFL thing is keeping us from getting better coaches on our team. We almost yeah. got T-Rob. And We're not going to get him now. Yeah, I know. The, the rumor is that he's supposed to be going to Miami or something. That's not good for us with him recruiting in state. Yeah. 
And people are like, so this is one thing we were talking about right before we recorded. I was like, man, Reddit's like got G-rated fans compared to Twitter. All the fans on Reddit are like, oh, man, y'all are idiot fans for like wanting to burn everything down. This is typical Florida where like, oh, we're bad at basketball. Burn down. Fire the coach. We're bad at this. We didn't win the national championship. Burn it down. And I feel like I've been very fair when it comes to co- like coaching changes like that where I'm like, I do not want to fire coaches. I do not want to fire coaches. But if you're going to act like this and – take away good coaches and not fire bad coaches and make really dumb decisions. And basically you're hurting the program with your decisions. You're hurting the program the way you're acting like you're showing interest in NFL teams. You're hurting the program with how you recruit. You're hurting the program with how you coach bowl games. You're hurting the program with how you display yourself in public. You're acting like Jim McElwain. The only thing, someone made a great comment. The only thing we're waiting on from him right now is to take a picture with him banging a shark. (laughs) And he's like basically the same coach. Dude, those are all excellent points, and I can I cannot agree with you more. And, and just to go out, like he's just showing too much loyalty for like Todd Grantham and like a lot of his assistant coach, like even even John Hevesy. John Hevesy's been with him for twenty something years, and he's doing an awful job coaching up the offense line. He's doing an mm-hmm. awful job recruiting offense linemen. If you look at it, we're getting nothing but three star offensive linemen, and all of our top rated O linemen they don't ever qualify. So like. I mean that's that's just awful, but uh, the whole. Do you think? Thing, do you think Gator fans are being unfair, saying like putting him on the hot seat already? He's not on the hot seat, but he. I think if he, he goes. Be. I. I don't. Like, think I kind of want to. I will not be like. I get it. Who else is there left? You know what I mean. That's the whole conversation. Uh, yeah, oh, the, you want to get Darren Dam on? Who else is there? I don't care. Like I don't want a yeah. coach here if he's going to act like this. Yeah, the coaching pool is really bad right now. And I'm not yeah. going to say that this is a good year for him to get fired, but I will say that if next year, like I think it's going to happen, if he goes seven and five or eight and four, and he's like this with the media again, that's definitely time for him to be on the hot seat or hey, for him to even get fired. Zick. Like, we fired yeah, that's Zick what I'm saying. It, it would definitely be time at that point because I mean, it, at, he's not he's not even doing what Ron Zook did. Ron Zook put it together a championship team. we didn't know that at the the time (laughs) ron zook was recruiting top five classes though man ron zook was a he was an animal on the recruiting trail he was recruiting top five classes at a time when i don't think the sec was just taking over like it was either like a lot he might have been beating other teams in the conference like alabama and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. oh man i'm fired up and like the uh, yeah have the audacity to say like i get it Gator fans are very unfair when it comes to coaches. I understand that. But I feel like, and this might be ignorant, that we are not like that. You and you and I. Like, I feel like we don't no, act like that usually. So the fact that I'm so heated up about this and I'm like, we can't fire him. We can't. And no, you're right. There's no way you can fire someone after going to the SEC championship game. Well, I guess you can. But we're not going to yeah, this could. season. No. I'm kind of like, secretly I'm hoping he goes to the NFL. Like, I don't want to put up with this. Yeah, um, I, I'm not that far gone yet, neither with it. Like, I do want him to hang around. I've said many times over the course of this year that I don't think he's a championship coach. I don't think he ever will win a championship. Uh, he's got to go through Saban to get uh, the SEC, and then obviously yeah. he's going to have to make a, a deep run. Our team's not deep enough with recruiting or whatever to go to the uh, champ- to uh, the playoffs or whatever. But uh, also he kept around Todd Grantham, and Todd Grantham – this was the worst defense that we've had since like 1917 or like since the football program started. 
so UF only allowed 600 yards of offense twice in UF history, and uh, that was 2014 versus Alabama, and then the 1996 Fiesta Bowl, which obviously that's when Nebraska ran over us. Uh, he gave up over 600 yards of offense three times this year, so that's that's crazy. That's a crazy stat, isn't it? You know what he's gonna do? Y'all can't be happy. We finally get you a good offense. Like, dude, yeah, fuck, fuck the offense, fuck the defense. We want to win. No one's winning. Yeah, we just want a solid program. Like, yeah, you're not even winning anything. That's the thing is that that he can't say that he's winning. Yeah, he's won some games, but he's doing the same exact. But you know thing what he's gonna Jim say? I got did. you here. I got you here. Like, okay, he's, we embarrass ourselves every time we go anywhere. Bro, he's Jim McElwain right now. You beat Virginia better, in a New Year's Six Bowl, and then who <laughs> we beat? Michigan, who's like in our situation. Congrats, you didn't mm. beat any good teams in a bowl game. Yeah, and then also we daily beat Virginia. Is... Sorry, I'm done. Go. <laughs> you're good. No, you're good. I like it. I like the fire, dude. I, this is this is awesome because we usually don't get you this fired up on the podcast, and I like hearing these thoughts. We didn't well, talk my, about my this at all is, the past few you days. Said, you said that Mullen is not a championship coach or doesn't have what it takes. I didn't believe you, and now I believe you. I've, I'm, I'm, you've got <laughs> and now you're because I, yeah. I needed him to prove me wrong, and he is proving <laughs> me wrong. There's nothing I hate. I would rather him try his hardest and us go four and eight. You know what I mean? And act like uh-huh. he hate, he's pissed off that he's four and eight. He ain't pissed off that he lost three games in a row. He doesn't act like yeah. it. Yeah, and these next few stats that I'm about to bring up is that is definitely going to prove it. So, obviously, the whole Grantham thing, uh, they fired the two secondary coaches, which the only reason why they fired Ron English is because he had a recruiting violation during the during the fall. I don't know if, right. if y'all knew about that. Yeah, he had a recruiting violation back in October, and they, let him, they told him this is his last season. So, he was out uh, back whenever the season was starting, essentially. Then they got rid of Torian Gray, who was a pretty good coach, but, I mean – yeah, we we seen we had to have some scapegoats if we're going to keep Grantham around. But uh, mm-hmm. the final three games of the season, UF gave up 1,707 yards, 569 yards per game. Uh, they gave up 144 points, 48 points per game, and 7.29 yards per play, which is the worst defense since before World War II. <laughs> <laughs> but but they're defending it. They're defending Todd Grantham being able to stay. And then the whole thing with uh, Dan Mullen. Uh, oh, shit. My screen fucking locked up. Whoops. I accidentally hit the lock button. We're back. The whole thing with Dan Mullen not being able to win uh, against AP Top 25 teams. It's the same thing whenever he was at uh, Mississippi State. It's the same thing since he's been at Florida. And we talked about it. I will still it. defend the whole the excuse part of he was the Mississippi State coach. But, like, the fact that he's doing it here now. Is like, all right, well, yeah. you've, given me, you, you've given me proof now. You've given me, like, substantial proof, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like, and to come with an opinion. And all, yeah, and on Reddit, dude, did you see the, the long-ass chart of, like, all his AP Top 25 games? That thing was massive. But, uh, anyways, uh, so all-time, he's 7-42 and 42 versus Top 25 teams and 2-28 and 28 versus the Top 10. And at UF, he is now four and seven versus top twenty-five teams, and two and six versus top ten teams. So already through three seasons, we have seen that he can't get it done in big games. Yep, crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's losing uh, to coaches like Ed Orgeron in these games. Dude, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm like going, yeah, that 
I think you even said like he's a pretty good coach. I'm still like, no, he's not. I think like, he, I think that he's a good CEO, man. Like I, yes, I think yes, that he, yes, that's fine. He, that's he fine. goes, he goes out there and he makes the hires and the fires that needs to. Like who just, would you I'm rather sure go in the battle his, with? His OC in DC. Who would you rather go in the battle with, Coach O or Ed Odron? The same person. Who you mean, Coach yeah. O or Dan Mullen? Yeah, Coach O, man, you want to kill for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely Coach O. And yeah, he cares. Um, he does not want to lose. No, that's and he and why I say Dan Mullen he's just wants to go to the NFL. That's what I'm saying. He's got the CEO mentality, which is great because that's the type of mentality that uh, Urban Meyer used to have. And Urban, like, they're cut from the same cloth. Like, I know that Coach O just came off of a terrible season. He had a lot of opt outs and a, he he lost the entire team. But he's still recruiting top five classes. And after bad years, like even if the, the coach has only been there for a year, he just fired his DC. I'm pretty sure he just made an OC change and he's been with the, the OC for years. So like he shows that willingness that if something's not right, he's going to fire some people. He's going to get it right. Or he's going to try. He's going to go down like trying, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can go over some of the. Yeah, we can go over some of these uh, rumors that are flying around right now. The timeline was pretty active before I got on uh, the podcast with you. Today? Uh, yeah, so obviously you said look, what, what, uh, what, what, what side are you on? So I have a subscription of Rivals. Uh, yeah. And actually, so Connor's on there. And it's bad. I don't even know what Paul's like message board he uses, and we talk about it all the time. I, I don't. I'm not active on the message boards. I just scroll them. Yeah. Like there's there's like a bunch. It's like it's really weird. Like how people, I guess, post on there. It's kind of like Reddit, but you know, it's, yeah. I don't know. They say a lot of a lot of weird so. rumors getting thrown out there. I would assume. Yeah. All yeah. But um uh. We talked about T Rob, or me and you did off the podcast for the past yeah, week, and we were it, super, super pumped. And it might be unfair how pumped I was because I've seen him before, and like you were, you worked. With I know him. what yeah. kind of coach he is, man. But and still, he would have been he would have been good to recruit for uh, uh, us, and he would have locked down a bunch of targets, and also he would have got a code Dude. DC. Title. Marco Wilson like, would not have stood, would not have played like he did this season if T Rob was a DB coach. I just want to say that right now. Marco Wilson probably would have been on the bench if T Rob was. A DC. I think he would have been <laughs> the DB coach. I, I don't think he would have been on the bench. I think he would have been a totally different player. What? But, I see. I don't. I don't think so, man. Because what I saw in the Cotton Bowl is that Jade Neal he knows how to cover, but he's just as soft as Marco Wilson when it comes to tackling. Is that their fault, or is that how we? practice like i don't know that that yeah. those are the type of questions you'll never know though so like we'll never know yeah well i mean you could probably find out you could probably talk to your equipment staff buddies and see what they uh, I know they no, think I about oh no i'm not gonna ask them stuff like that but you could just get the you could pick their brains and be like hey what do you think about the uh the practices no, that no, going no, on that, this that'll get them like, in trouble that'll get them in trouble you don't have to bring up any names um, Come on now, who else? They would know. They know. They can always know. They always know. They always know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so T. Rob to Miami is the hot thing now. Uh, so uh, the uh, yeah, the other big names is that they were talking about Wesley McGriff, who is the uh, ex secondary coach at Auburn. Which I'm not sure what is up with uh, Chris Steele. Which uh, 
maybe it's it's not Chris Steele. Uh, Chris Steele's the player Steel. we used to have. Yeah, what what was it? Is it Kevin Steele? I can't. It, it's something Steele. He was their defense coordinator this past uh, few years under Gus Malzahn. But um, I don't know where he's coaching at right now. That'd be actually be a good person to contact. But I haven't heard any smoke about that. Well, you know who Auburn's um, and, hiring as of seven hours ago, or yeah, twenty hours. Yeah, ago? they hired Derek. They hired Derek Mason. Yeah. So I mean, that's definitely good for them. Yeah, Kevin um, Steele. Kevin Steele. Okay, so I knew it was something weird, but um, yeah, I don't know where he where he's getting picked up at. That would be a good person to talk to. Uh, but, let me check. Uh, the, I'll check while you're talking. Yeah, the best name that they've said, and this one actually has a lot of smoke to it is uh, Chris Ash, which he was the uh, D.C. at Texas this past year uh, for one year under Tom Herman. He was the Rutgers head coach uh, before that for three years, and I believe he got fired for uh, – Yeah. They brought in the old – I can't remember Rutgers the old coach's name. That, yeah. But uh, he was the D.C. for Urban Meyer in 2014 at Ohio State as well. Oh, boy. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he – and I was looking him up. He recruits excellent. Uh, he's obviously got a national championship as a defensive coordinator recently within the last, like, 10 years. And, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely be down for a guy like that coming in. You yeah, know, too bad Too bad you, we're on a hiring freeze, Paul. Yeah, I know. That's the worst fucking part because they're on vacation somewhere in fucking New York or whatever. Who is, Mullen? Yeah, he's on vacation somewhere, and it's pissing me off. But, uh. I thought we were on a hiring freeze because of the NFL rumors. We are, that's part of it too. He but he's on vacation or whatever with his family and there. Well, and that's yeah, fair. The NFL but like, I, I think if he was on vacation, we wouldn't be on a hiring freeze still. You know what I mean? No, if he I agree. Just on vacation, uh, it's, yeah. It's probably mostly the NFL thing. You're probably right. I'm trying to itch um, him back. It's like impossible. All right. <laughs> yeah, but the way I see. This going down, they need to make the right hire whenever they go out and hire this secondary coach slash co-DC. Because if things start heading south quickly next season, they can cut cut <laughs> cut bait with Todd Grantham mid-season I, or after the season, and they can put in a, a new DC right there. That's what they need to. Buyouts yeah, no. might be crazy because there weren't like fans in the stands this year. Even though I think Florida had a lot more than most teams, so we probably he doesn't generated. have a, he doesn't have a buyout after next season. I'm just saying, like I feel like the buyout is not a good excuse to keep him. I don't know why Todd Grantham is still at Florida. <laughs> I think they said his buyout was like 1.6 or 1.8. Pay that shit. I don't so care. Funny. I guess it's not my money. Yeah, so I don't care. Those. Those boosters would have paid that. Somebody would have if they would have made the decision. There's got to be some kind of fire him. Why is he's he not fired? He's, he's got to have some kind of dirt or something going on. Like I don't know why. Why he's get us fire. in trouble, man? Let's start it now because if he's got dirt on us, then like it's gonna come out eventually. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I'm just trying to rationalize why he's there. Yeah, hey, well, but, this is uh, another reason I, I'm like burn it down. You can't even okay. fire the guy who's your worst coordinator. Yeah. Does it concern you that 75% of the starters this year were all um, McIlwain guys? I think someone said that as in, like, that's why we lost. And I was like, dude, those uh, players were, like, our best players. We don't have any. Yeah, those were some that. of our best players. <laughs> those are definitely some of our best yes, players. Yes, it's concerning me. Like, what we've talked about during recruiting, 
Oh, we should have done the recruiting podcast after the game. <laughs> yeah. It would have been worse. It would have been a way worse podcast. Well, I mean, I, I was already on that boat, man. I'm just glad that you joined me. I'm glad that I, I swooped back to the dock, picked you up, and now we're out there. It was like I was part of those cult religions, and I finally <laughs> opened my eyes. Like, Scientology, Dude. wait, Zorg is not real? Dude, that's funny, because I was watching Boy Meets World, and the cult episode just came yes, out. Yes, so. great episode. <laughs> yeah. but um, I was Sean Hunter. <laughs> Sean Hunter trying to be enlightened. <laughs> I, I'm really centered right now, Corey. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, we should act like we uh, next season when we're doing all this. We should act like we're in a cult and like brainwashed. Dude, oh, Grantham boy. is really good. Like, come on, <laughs> we're, uh, he's really I, centered. I can't, I can't even lie about that. Uh, uh, I'm getting pissed off. All right, man. It. I can't even tell what's yeah. a troll comment or not because there's like too many. Like, guys, calm down. I <laughs> calm down. I haven't. I haven't scrolled on Reddit. Uh, since I got off work earlier, but yeah, I feel you. Um, do you want to hit on the transfer portal news? Yeah, we we didn't. I don't. Should we even talk about the Heisman ceremony? I mean, Trask got in fourth. Uh, I think the only news yeah. that came from it was everyone was freaking out about the uh, part where it showed the team. <laughs> you know, trying I didn't to, actually. You know, you I what? was actually. I was actually at dinner, so I didn't even watch any of the ceremony. I only watched the Trask part. I actually happened to turn it on as soon as it started. They started talking about mm-hmm. Trask. It was it was cool. Um, so they they had the players on there, and there was like no starters, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of like random players. They like double did the pictures, so there was like one. I I forget. I think it was one of our running backs, and like it had it two pictures. Late, of him. Lingard and. Um... There's who's so, the white boy, and then they were like, wh- "Why didn't enough of Trask teammates log on for the Heisman ceremony?" First comment was said, "The defense hasn't shown up for him all season. Why would they show up tonight?" Which I thought was pretty funny. And then someone said, "Are they really trying to draft day Kyle Trask right now?" By next week, yeah, it's gonna I, be who showed up to his birthday party. I I saw that uh that thread and when I when I saw the draft day comment, I was cracking up, and then. There, there's always these young guys that go on there and they're like, what do you even talk about? I, I'm so lost right now. And it's like, dude, come on, man. You've never seen Draft Day? Wait, that's a Kevin Costner masterpiece. <laughs> that movie's so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they like, did get the Jaguars actually, part. They got the Jaguars part right where, like, GM's an idiot. <laughs> like, who can make this trade with them? Dude, I'm pretty sure me and you went to, like, the theaters whenever we were, like, 16 to go watch that or something. Yeah, we did, and <laughs> it was worth every penny. <laughs> worth the whole seven bucks that it was. It's probably, like, 12 bucks now. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, go. I'm, I'm glad Devontae yeah. Smith won, so that's all I'm going to say. I'm glad Matt Jones that, didn't win. That was my thoughts, and that's what I told Cammie. Because she was all upset about it, too, or upset at first. I mean, and the I Trevor Lawrence break. part is bullshit, how he's still above Trask, but whatever. Yeah. I got to get over it at that's, some point. That's what I was explaining to her is that, hey, at least they gave it to the best player in the country this year. He played all his games. Um, yeah, I'm just glad they didn't give it to a quarterback because the best quarterback in the country finished fourth for whatever reason. He led, he led the country in every single statistic passing-wise. 
um, except for like efficiency, which what Mac Jones had. Who gives a fuck? But um, yeah, Devontae Smith. Yeah, but. they gave it. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe that Trevor Lawrence finished second though. Like that. That was just a lifetime achievement. Like pity second place. I feel like. Which is like how the playoff is selected now. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, what you've historically done since you were a program, we'll put you in. You know what? Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick because I do – just a quick thing to ramble and go off topic. I think we should yeah, go good. back – let's do playoff, go back to fucking computers. I'm tired of people giving their opinions on who they think should be in the playoff. I don't think who I think should be in it should ever be decided. Let's just go back to computers – if you don't, if the computer doesn't pick you, you don't get in. Make the playoff a little bit bigger to make it a little more fair. And hey, we'll do strength of schedule. We'll do your wins and losses. It won't be any more opinion based. I'm tired of people's opinions. See, I'm perfectly fine with that. The BCS so just make it a I little like bit the, more teams. That was the biggest problem with the BCS. I feel like yeah, I feel like the BCS has uh, for the most part been a better better program for, like, picking the teams. Like, yeah, sometimes somebody gets left out with one loss or an undefeated team gets left off. But they had such a good thing going forever, and they had a way better trophy that, like, they should just go ahead and bring that back. <laughs> bring back the trophy. <laughs> but, like, I, I do think the playoff is awesome. It just sucks yeah. that the way they're picking teams is so annoying. Like, it's all opinion. Yeah. It's like, I like the, this team the, more. I like Alabama's colors more. Let's put them in. The thing I really wish – that they would figure out is somehow play less regular season games, like maybe downscale that to 10, like we did this year, have a, have yourself a conference championship, and then make the playoffs eight teams. So then then you have no discussion, all right? So you'll have your five conference, your five big, big uh, five conferences or whatever, power five conferences, they get in, and then you put three at-large teams, or you put uh, the SEC loser or like i don't know the big 10 loser if they're at that large whoever's year. at large yeah exactly uh, but you could put like a, there a, will a, be a cincinnati are, probably would have got in you could put 120 teams in and there'd be like why didn't we get in uh you know what yeah I mean? you can't like, please everybody but if you but if you make it eight teams though that way all the power five champions get in there's no discussion that and way you can be that like whenever, who if you lose kind of thing yeah whenever Whenever Oregon goes in and they're like three and three on the season or whatever they were four and three, and they go out there and get their asses waxed, okay, cool. We see that that conference is a fraud. Yeah, I think it is kind of tw- fair. I guess it makes every game important. You can't go out there and lose your conference champion. It's almost like the basketball tournament. If you win your conference championship tournament, like you get automatic mid. Yeah, even if you've lost four games that year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I mean that that's just my thought. And I even just if you want did those six, little teams that are undefeated to have a chance. Well, if you, if you would have went to that, you could have got UCF in a playoff, and you probably could have got Cincinnati in a playoff this year. Yeah, I mean Cincinnati so. lost their bowl game, which kind of ruined it. But yeah, they played close though. They um, fought hard. They fought. They fought their they, little hearts out. They, they fought. They they played a lot. They would have beat us. Um, Let's see. All right, let's go to the transfers. Let's get this thing moving. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I have them written down, but I want to make sure I have all of them written down, so I'll let you do it. Okay. Yeah, so so far uh, we have James Houston. He's a new one. He entered the transfer portal this uh, past week. 
And it's coming off the heels of him making the conference or the comment, my bad, the comment about Oklahoma not being uh, SEC, not being able to compete with Florida, this and that. And then they go out there and uh, look terrible. What are your thoughts on James Houston transferring from the program? Uh, people are going to go out there and say, like, oh, I hated every time James Houston was playing all this crap. Yeah. Uh, first off, James Houston's from Hoover. It'd be nice to have a Hoover pipeline. That's gone. He um, is not from Hoover. He uh, went to American Heritage, I believe. Hold on one second. Who's the linebacker we had from Hoover? Uh, I'm not sure. It wasn't him. He's from uh, he's from American Heritage. I think he went. He's from Plantation, Florida. Okay, never mind. I thought he was from Hoover, so that's my fault. Um, yeah, Fort Lauderdale, American Heritage. Fuck me. We'll have to uh, take that out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I don't oh, know, well. man. I just <laughs> what well, my opinion. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have said that. And then he's he's transferring anyways, and he didn't play well this season to a lot of people's standards. I mean, is that his fault or Grantham's fault? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's probably on Christian Robson's fault. Like, he hasn't had a – he one, he hasn't had a linebacker drafted yet. And, two, we haven't seen any linebackers get developed under him. So, maybe yeah. – yeah, we got, a rec- we got a recruiter at the linebacker position, but he's not developing these kids. Which another linebacker. He ain't no Brewster. Out. Yeah, uh, Josiah Pierre, he transferred. Uh, damn, where'd he go? He went to Texas Tech, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I believe he transferred to Texas Tech. And then we talked about Chester Kimbrough already. Um, and then UF landed Antonio Shelton. He was a defensive tackle from Penn State. Yeah. I don't think grad, he, He's a grad transfer. It's like a sixth season or something. Okay, yeah, I, I don't think that he really was that great of a player. But that is a position of big-time need. We've recruited terribly there. Uh, probably since, uh, since Mullen got here and a little bit before that, Jim McElwain was terrible recruiting DTs. And then Sal Sanceri, he didn't recruit any like his first few years neither. Or I think it was his first year at Florida. And then he skated off to Bama. So. Yeah, he's a grad transfer. Yeah. I was looking up his stats before we started. Uh, this season, he had like 14 tackles, three and a half sacks, uh, 4.5 yeah, tackle for loss. Nothing to brag about, so. I mean, Penn State didn't have a good season either, I'm pretty sure. I uh, could be wrong there, mm-hmm. but. No, they didn't. Um, nah, James Franklin, he struggled this year, for sure. Um, do you have anything else you really want to talk about with football or do you want to jump into like some other stuff? No, I don't know. Marco said he was out and then we got trolled saying he was coming back, which I thought was funny. Uh, yeah. McPherson's out, which might be a good thing oh, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, what, yeah. What were your thoughts on McPherson? Do I don't know. I mean, I like having a, at least pretty good kicker. Uh, yeah, so me too. The, unknow- the unknown. I mean, I say pretty good. He's got like one of the best percentages all time in the SEC. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's the best in the SEC history. Okay, well there you go. I know he was missing more and more this season. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did down here. Yeah, I like having good kickers. So the uncertainty of not having a kicker next year kind of sucks. Uh, we'll see how it goes. 
so if we have a bad kicker next season, then I'll tell you how pissed I am <laughs> that he left. Yeah. Like, he's not going to get drafted, and, like, I feel like it's weird he's leaving. Like, he's leaving for a reason. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure. He's got, he's got a brother in high school, I believe. I wish I knew his brother's name. Um, shit. Yeah, I can't find it on 247 off the top of my head. But I think he's got a high school brother that's just as good. But, um, yeah, it's just weird that he's leaving because kickers don't really get drafted like that. Like, look at – I mean, Roberto Aguayo did, but – Maybe he graduated early him. and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sure he did graduate already. But still, like, it, it's just a weird decision to me. Cause Zach the, Carter the, staying, which is, like I said, weird, but you said, oh, he might not have graded well. Um, yeah. Kicker's really – it's a really, like, um, competitive job in the NFL. Because you go out there and you miss one kick one week, you're and done. you're done for like, life, get, yeah. Yeah, you might not get no shot, so. But, hey, oh, the Jaguars man. are struggling hardcore with kickers this year, so maybe – Are y'all getting Urban Meyer? There's teams. Um, that's the rumor right now, but there's been, there's been plenty of names floating around, Eric Benamy and, uh, Brian Dable and, uh, I can't think of the dude's name from, uh, the 49ers. It's like the DC from the 49ers. Okay. I wouldn't okay. mind, dude, I, I know I texted y'all the, the, at first about the whole Urban Meyer thing. I was like, eh, man, I really don't know. And I think that's my orange and blue goggles coming on, but I mean, you got to think about it. Like, the first thing that comes to mind about Urban Meyer is, like, all the shit that he's – like, the shit storms that he's left every time he leaves a place, you know? What about he left Ohio a shit State? storm at Florida. Well, yeah, I was about to get that. He left a shit storm at Florida, uh, quit, came back, quit again, 354 days later, takes a job at Ohio State. Uh, he's there for seven years, wins one national championship, uh, beats the hell out of Michigan every year, though. Uh, and then at the end of his tenure there, all the Zach Smith stuff, like the assistant coach, like uh, domestic abuse against his wife, him covering it up, and all that stuff. And then there, there's been p- plenty of players that got arrested and shit. So, I mean, there's everywhere he goes, that there's something wrong. But as a Jags fan, like, you got to think about it. We've been so bad for so long that even it's if worth, he's there it's for worth five, it. Yeah, even if he's there for five years. And he wins one Super Bowl, it's worth it. Like, I think the Jags have never won a Super Bowl, so whatever it takes to win one, I say what it would be worth it if you can get it like short term. Even if it means like you're gonna suck for ten more years, it's like, well, we already did suck for ten years. So yeah, and and they said they said it best on like ten ten. They were like, hey, this is a guy that every time that he ends up losing a game, he has like a heart attack. And or he has like a, a brain cyst or aneurysm or something. So like he's like he's not gonna K. take yeah, he's not gonna take losing lightly. So that's the type of mentality that we need in Jacksonville. So um, I'm fine with it. Plus we get he's gonna have more, a lot so. of aneurysm. he's gonna have a lot of aneurysms um at, at the Jags. <laughs> so Bruce I think it was Bruce Arian said on part of my take, he's like when when you pick what team if you're getting coaching offers, like hey, come coach here, he's like, uh-huh. I wouldn't look at it if you're not gonna get a quarterback. So someone who has a first pick, uh, one of those first like top ten picks, or someone who has an established quarterback, those are the teams you want to go to. So like Jacksonville is a pretty attractive job right now, being the you had the first pick of the draft. Yeah, 
And we get the best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning coming out. So, yep. Best quarterback prospect in 25 years, 30 years. Sunshine. Let's do it, baby. Um, yeah. Back to what you else do you want to talk about? <laughs> we got, I think the only thing we, else we were going to talk about is basketball, which, I mean, to yeah. be honest, I haven't even really paid attention to basketball. I thought we had a game tonight, and we don't. It's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I watched a little bit of the LSU game, and I watched the highlights and went back and rewatched a little bit from the Vandy game. I have not done anything with the Bama game yet, and I'm kind of slacking on that because I'm pretty sure that, that was like a typical, like, oh, like we, we were, yeah, we were flat type of game. But before that, like, I feel like we're coming on pretty good. Uh, we have a really high energy team. Um, they, they play hard. They never quit. Uh, it's really fast moving this year with Tyree Appleby. Trey Mann is great at creating uh, his shot. Uh, he's like a typical Russell Westbrook type point guard. So yeah. he's he's definitely going to be drafted this year. And there's going to be a lot of people eating crow about, oh, Mike White can't get guys to the league, this and that. Like us. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I was defending him. Remember, uh, who was it? who was arguing with? Oh, I was arguing with JT about it. Remember? But, uh, <laughs> but dude, you got to think about it. He's doing a pretty good job. Before the Bama game, we were first in the SEC. Um, the emergency – the merge emergence let me spit that word out of colin castleton dude he's been he's been balling he plays physical down low he's been scoring like 20 points a game or something since sc play started we got we got a squad man we got, hey, we got at a pretty what point, good if we keep losing at what point can we blame new coach keontae johnson for some of these losses <laughs> i was just about <laughs> to get to that like you gotta think about it. the coaching job that he's doing like and he was missing the uh, preseason SEC player of the year. Yeah. What a great excuse so, to have, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm not trying to make a joke. Like, if we kind of suck, he's, you got to be ready for him to say, oh, we lost Keontae Johnson. I would <laughs> just say temper your expectations. Because, like, with him, I mean, we've, we might have won the SEC this year. This, I mean, it's going to be close now. But I think we still got a shot. Like, yeah. I've been looking at it. I don't really think that there's – a whole lot of teams that are going to beat the crap out of us. Like, I mean, Kentucky's not good this year. If we uh, lose we Kentucky, beat it. It would, it'll really be a bluff. Keontae Johnson, though, is mm-hmm. definitely a plug-in-the-holes type of player to me. Like, if you're weak mm-hmm. during the game at some sort, like somewhere on the court, he can kind of, like, take over at that one thing. Like, oh, we're not rebounding well. Well, Keontae Johnson's just killing it on the rebound tonight. Oh, we're not shooting well. Well, he started – his shot started to get hotter. Oh, we're not doing this well. Like, you know what I mean? I completely agree with you, yeah. He's not really somebody that you run the team through. Like, you're not going to run the offense through Keontae Johnson. You're not going to make, like, your the defense run through Keontae Johnson either. But, like, he's just a solid, like, he can do everything type of player. And yeah. he provides a spark. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely with you. Yeah, I, I think he's doing – I think Mike White's doing a good job, man. And he's still recruiting well. Uh, that We got – there's a four-star right now that he's recruiting that is looking to get a five-star bump. So he's bringing in five-star players every year, mm-hmm. um, bringing in transfers where he needs it. So if he can get another Castleton type, or if we can develop Omar Payne into that type of player next season or whenever Castleton leaves, you know, that'd be great. Because how many years of eligibility is Castleton at? Because he was at Michigan for two years. I don't know if he registered or not, though. He didn't have to, I think, because of COVID. 
Yeah, I mean, everyone's so kind of liking would... him. I hope he continues mm-hmm. to progress. He was a little goofy he's playing... in the first game I watched, but I like I said, I can't really say anything. I haven't watched. He's playing a lot. really well right now, dude. All my opinions are going to be post Kentucky, like this week when we play Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, so um... we, who knows when we're gonna like how we're gonna do our podcast now? Like it'll probably be based on when Dan Mullen decides what he's gonna do. Yeah, that that might be uh, our next like pop up podcast or whatever. But um, yeah, maybe some basketball what, I mean, depending on if anything crazy yeah, happens with basketball. We got to grade the football which, team. Oh, you want to do that now, or no. how do you want to do it? I don't want to do it now. I just want to get that sit down and give like letter grades to each position. Okay, yeah, yeah, we did that last year. So uh, just yeah, send me like the format. We'll go through and we can do that sometime next week. We can review the basketball and stuff too. Also, um, UF baseball, they open up as the preseason number one team in the country. So, no surprise there. They're picking up right where they left off last year. Great pitching staff. Going to be some badass hitters. Yeah, our team's going to be pretty legit. So, hopefully we get to play this year. I'll actually watch games. Uh, What else? I'm I'm trying to pull up our pick-ems right now. But the thing is, I don't remember... How softball, yeah, softball started today. They started practicing. Capital One Bowl Mania. Um, let's see. The only thing is, I didn't like tally up our score when we like free yeah, balled it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we will definitely have to go in. You know what's actually funny? If you go in there right now, you're gonna laugh. I would imagine you probably won because I, I think I had a couple of late games that screwed me. Who do you have winning the national title? Oh, I still got to pick that one. But because, I got to winning it. Yeah, me too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's a it's a even, so it's, we both yeah. have 17 points. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing, because we tied it up. So that technically means you win, because you were up by like two or three points. Another fucking season with Kyle winning. Great. Hey-oh. I'm just that. I'm too... I'm, Two or three games smarter than you, man. I'm recruiting better. <laughs> hey, we gotta uh, we gotta make it interesting next year. So, um, I think the way we, we should we we should do it is uh, pick against the spread. So, like yeah. a lot of those big spread games that you you did bring up before. Yeah, uh, I don't we think I'll be able that. to. I don't think I'll be able to pick games as well. So it'll be way more competitive. Yeah, and then it's we easy should for also... me to go on ESPN and be like, oh, this team's favored to win. <laughs> yeah, we should also keep like our record too. So like, if we both end up with like a losing record picking games at the end of the season, we both know that we like we really suck at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's instead of just points, no, what like how yeah. wins and losses. Okay, exactly wins and losses. Yeah, like they do on like all the sport networks when it's like, oh, this guy, one of the guys for Barstool, they like showed and he was like one for <laughs> seventy or something. <laughs> Oh lord! Yeah, I don't plan on being that bad. He wasn't actually that bad. He was. It was something weird, but it was just funny. They were going through everyone's records. <laughs> they like got to his, but still. Anyways, um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered a lot. The beginning was pretty good. Uh, yeah, we covered a lot, and I'm glad uh, we got you fired up, man. We got you Burn to give out some, <laughs> some good thoughts on Dan Mullen. So that was cool. Oh man, I don't like him now. I'm done. Good, dude. I'm glad. I don't. I don't. I'm I, not. I guess I can't say let's fire him. I just. I'm. 
I'm I'm tired of it, man. So you better very do frustrated. A one, do a 180 because I think what we used to brag about. I wish we could go back. I'm not going to, but I wish we could go back and see. Like I think I used to brag about his like post game press conferences and say like, oh, he like takes responsibility for losses and bull crap like well, that. Dude, it, it, and the thing is, is that the first two years he did do that, and it's kind of like it's kind of like a guy trying to get like a super hot chick. And he does everything right at first, and then he gets super comfortable and he mm-hmm. plays it. And then the, his real attitude starts coming out, and that's whenever you start not liking him. He needs him. to get dumped, and then he needs to go back to the gym, make some life changes, and come back yeah. to this in two years. Oh, man. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing is that, like, his whole mentality the first couple of years is like, oh, you want to thumb wrestle? I'll kick your ass. Like, that's yes, how we, we that's used to brag about that. Yeah, and now we got him and post-game pressers saying, oh, well, we weren't prepared. Oh, we didn't really want to play this game type of thing. Oh, we had we had scout guys in there. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to post <laughs> all those quotes. Uh, yeah. I, I, they're not actual quotes, so I kind of – you know you put quotations, but then you, you put your own words in there. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. really a ethical ethical way to put quotes <laughs> in. So, but anyways, all right, man. Well, that's it. We'll we'll get on everyone's week. We'll we got basketball coming up, and we'll we'll have another podcast pretty soon talking about we'll grade football, do all that fun stuff. So, yep. All right. Well, as always, one, two, three, four, five. Then them Gators don't take no drive. Go Gator. Go Gator.